Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. This week I have a very exciting interview. I came across Cassandra on Instagram and you know how you sometimes meet people and you just think you've known them forever and I kind of felt that this was exactly how it was meant to be for her and I to connect not only through social media but to connect with our love of Mackinac and to share so many different insights now here's the advantage that she has she had worked on the island and lived on the island and she has taken what she was able to learn and experience and fall in love with and create a website and blog all about that also, as you're going to learn through this interview, different ways that she can help you plan your trip to go to the island. Just as I have used this podcast to platform what I know, this is a different way and perspective from her because she was a resident there. And I feel so fortunate that I get to speak with her and learn so many different things that I was completely unfamiliar with about the island. Not only does she tell you about Mackinac, but on her blog she also talks about Jamaica which is another island that is very close to her heart that she has lived at part of her life too. Another interesting fact with her, she has a four-year-old son that she has started taking with her to not only travel to Mackinac but all these different places around the world. She goes in depth about that and I'm very excited for you guys to learn as much as I did from her not only about her life story but everything she taught me about Mackinac with this interview. I will have the links listed at the end of uh, the bio notes for the podcast along with a link to her blog and along with my blog post too so you can have connections of all different ways to get in contact with Cassandra. So sit back and enjoy because I know you will. 
All right, everyone, I would like to welcome today, we have Cassandra on here, and I'm so grateful and excited for her to be here with us today. She and I just were talking a little bit before I started recording, and I feel our goals are very, very, very similar, that we want to share our love of the island for you all to experience it, take it all in, and love it as much as we do. Now, here's the thing, guys. She is a blogger, and she has got a fantastic blog that is going to be the way to maybe go in there and read a little bit more about it. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. But Cassandra, I want to ask you first, what is your Mackinac origin story? So I would say the my first trip, I was 13 and we went there for, you know, as a family, the like chaotic, crazy family trip. Um, you don't know what you're doing, like no map. Um, and then when I was 18, I saw in the newspaper an ad that Island House Hotel had jobs and they were hiring for the summer. And my mom's like, wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be so fun? And I'm like, you know, that really would. Um, I live in about two hours from Mackinac Island and I see it as kind of like the Disneyland of Michigan. It's like the prime spa. It's, it, it's unique. It's magical. It's everything. So I don't know. That kind of got me thinking and I said that would be so awesome. Well, the internet wasn't what it is today back then. So we're talking like 2004. Uh -huh. um, and so I I got to look in and I did find some and um, I ended up, I got a job offer to work in Mackinac Island and that was, I would say around this time in 2004 okay. is when it all kind of started. And then they gave me a job offer um, and wanted me to start in April. I remember it was April 26th that I started that year, um, and which is really, really early in the season. And so right. I went up and I helped them get the store going and everything and um that turned into i think four or five years of Mackinac working in the summer there and then um i took a break i went and got my master's degree at msu and um reconnected with the boyfriend i had had on Mackinac during that time period right uh -huh. who i'm now married to and um I, 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 um, I was at this point in my life where I had, I, I got my degree, right? I had this nine to five. It was what I wanted to do. And it just didn't feel fulfilling. It felt kind of empty. Like I'd come home at night and I'm just, you know, from work and no one's there. And I'm like, what am I doing every day? So I was like, you know what? I want to travel the world. So I'm going to sell everything I own. I'm going to sign off on my lease and I'm going to do this. And everybody was like, do it. You don't have any kids. You don't, what do you have to lose? You know, live life. So I did. And I put in a two week notice at my job, sold everything I that couldn't fit in my vehicle on Craigslist and everywhere else. And then, um, I got in my car and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Mackinac Island and I'm going to work the rest of the season. I had about three months and I said, in that three months, I'll know where I'll go. My goal was actually to, um, go teach English abroad. I wanted to go to Thailand and live for like, you know, three months at a time or something and teach English and go from there. Um, I didn't end up doing that route. I actually, like like I said, reconnected with that long lost love. And um, then that winter I went to Jamaica and stayed in Jamaica. And then I would travel during the six months that I wasn't working on Mackinac Island. I would travel all over. And working there on Mackinac, I'd meet lots of friends from all over. And then I had more connections in Philippines and in Europe and in you know California, Florida, wherever. Most of the time, it 
all the like it all stems back to Mackinac Island where I met a lot of the people and connections in my life. I love so, that. Boom, here we are today. Um, that's, that's like a what? Uh, 2004 till now. Was that 18 years? 18 yeah. years, yeah. So it's, wow. it's been a long, long love affair with Mackinac Island. That's And, and you emphasize something that I stay, say continually on here is that there are people from everywhere, all over the world that come to, that work there and uh, hearing how the different ways that they come to be there. But look at what it's done for you. You form these lifelong friendships that allowed you to also go visit different places that you might not have ever thought about visiting before I'm, I'm assuming right right I wouldn't have um known someone I guess personally so really like that place wouldn't have had significance to me I don't know opened my world like I'm from a small town in the middle of Michigan I didn't meet foreign people like we had exchange students in high school one or two who would be there for the year and leave you know and this is like you're side by side with people from a whole nother world you're working eight hours a day well if you work for Grand Hotel you're working like 10 12 but all day long with these people from totally different cultures it was so fun I I I remember there was I think um uh, I'm gonna say the wrong number when I worked at Grand hotel i think there was there had been people from 70 different countries like that wow. sounds crazy that might be a little high but it was like all over all I could over see that i could i could honestly see that i really could i mean that makes a lot of sense i mean for so many different countries that there are out there i i could you're probably not wrong about that that's my memory's a little a little gray because I worked there like 2015. So I'm trying to remember some of the numbers, but it was it might have been more in the 30s actually, honestly. That summer there was a number for total at Grand Hotel which might have been like the 70s, but I think it maybe it was more like 30 something just that summer alone oh, like at, That's still like, a lot. It is. It was like mind-boggling to me. Um, yeah. I had a guest I had a guest who spoke French and they were in distress and so i ran through the kitchen of grand hotel like hello <laughs> french i need anybody who speaks french please like trying to pull from anywhere um turns out the girl from london actually was bilingual could speak french as well oh my so, gosh that's so it, incredible i love it's that it's been interesting it really has that is for sure so with that you decided then to start blogging about your adventure is that kind of did that start on accident or were people saying hey you should really share this how did that kind of begin for you I would say it started when um, I was like wintering in Jamaica summering on Mackinac Island that sounds like uh like paradise to a lot of people um it was a lot of fun you know and so i like to share and i like to show people my life and like to text each individual person photos or a story was overwhelming um so i started a blog to do that um and that's where that I, there's a separate blog from like the kind of like expat days um uh -huh. that was way more detailed that isn't out there but it transitioned to me um my first blogs were were jamaica tips because people always reached out and wanted some help and because i was in jamaica when i started it it's been six years now um and then that summer i went to mackinac island so i'm on mackinac island and i'm like wow let's just start writing some blogs about mackinac not realizing that there really wasn't that out there and so now I have blogs six years old and that's like if you google you know Mackinac Island on a budget 
it's like mapnyland.org. Yeah. Me. And, you know, I'm like within the top three in a lot of categories, you know, top five, top 10. And so I'm like, whoa, this is working. And I love Mackinac. And so, um, you know, every summer I get questions from people, you know, what, where should they stay? That's a loaded question. Like mm-hmm. I literally have to have a 15 minute conversation with you just to figure out what you would like in a, in a lodging and, you know, in your accommodations and like, there's just, it's a loaded question. It's not an easy Facebook. Here's an answer. Um, so, and someone it actually bothered me, told me I dropped the ball that they didn't like their trip. They, oh, they, wow. it, they didn't like their trip. This was probably two summers ago. And I dropped the ball because they'd reached out and asked me, but it is a lot to guide like people mm-hmm. daily on Magna Island. So, um, that's where I guess the blogging came in, um, to show people I was doing it at front desk. You know, I'm answering phones, taking reservations. Um, I worked at bicycle street in for a few years. Um, okay. It was right when it was brand new. Um, and so on the phone, you know, guests have a million questions and I love to talk. I, so I'll answer them all. And then when they get there, they're like, we don't know what to eat. What do you like to eat? And I'll recommend everything say, and I love Woods restaurants. I always send people there if, you know, it's something special. And then I'll even call the taxi. I'll arrange it all because I want people to, to feel like what I feel. I just love Mackinac. And yes. Yeah. Everything you're saying is exactly my thought process was too. And because when people would reach out to me, cause they know I loved it and love it. I would basically send them back a thesis of information. And I felt like I needed to have a platform to do something like that. And so I started doing the blogging about it. And for me, I, I just now do the blog about the podcast. But as I was saying to you, I am so glad that we connected because I can tell people, this is what I'm going to say, but then I'm also going to send them your direction to go to your blog because you're going to have, I feel like we're talking the same way about it to be like, yes. And then what's great is that they can reach out to each, either you or I and say, all right, I'm kind of torn between this or that. And having gone and having you work there and do different things, that helps connect it and give them a guide to know a little bit more about it. And I think that, you know, you saying that about them, about planning it, the trip and stuff and not liking it to what they wanted. It is hard. It is very hard because you and I know that we love it so much, but some people very rarely this has happened. They might not have the complete love right away with it or understand that they do have to immerse themselves so much into the island. I don't know if that might be sometimes what it is, but I'm sure that that was a little bit stressful for you to get that. But I have no doubt that you did them justice with that being said. But so this, you also have a unique situation too. You have a four-year-old son and now he goes traveling with you too. Yeah, so in the midst of my nomadic days, um, which it lasts about five years where I lived between Mackinac, Jamaica, and then traveled the world. And um, while I got pregnant on Mackinac Uh Island, (laughs) um, and so I had my son in April of 2017. We went up to Mackinac Island that summer. He lived, he moved there with me at five weeks old. He lived there all summer. And then that winter we went to Jamaica again. He lived there with me again. 
weekend and it was that summer we were going back up to Mackinac but some things happened and um, we actually ended up staying here and so I've been here in my my hometown this is where I'm from um, since then but um, sorry I got sidetracked you're fine you're fine no worries <laughs> so um, okay so yeah, back to my kid so um that's that's what really makes it difficult to live and work on Mackinac Island. The seasonal housing isn't ideal for a child to be raised in. Um, most of the time you're sharing uh, bedrooms with another person, two, three people. Um, it's bunk beds. Um, but that's not everywhere. Like, I know that at Grand Hotel, some of the more senior people had apartments and um, things like that. So um, it just, it's, it's difficult to find. It's not impossible. But that was the main issue and why we, in 2018 things didn't work out was the housing and having a toddler and um, we we are a trio, so yeah. like we need a, a, a house that can fit three, or not necessarily house, but um, housing. You yes. know, while we work on the island temporarily, because you can't just buy a house, you know. No, so. no if you're not a uh, millionaire. I mean, there is the one that is for sale over there. I noticed uh, from by the Grand Hotel. You could get that one. I think it's only five million. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's. I would love to go in it and see it. Uh, I don't. Listeners might not know this. It's not some place that you can just go in and there's going to be a, a plethora of apartments. That's not how it works up there at all. And I don't think people understand that, you know, that it's um, difficult for them. They're like, well, why can't you just move there? It, it doesn't work that way. And there's actually a housage shorting, even for Islanders themselves, because it's a little island, you know, and you're trying to preserve history. You're trying to preserve natural formations and, and habitats and state parks and things. And so, like, what do you do? You, you tear down something in order to fit more people. And that's kind of, I think, where they're at. Also, take into consideration the cost to build there. Yep. You have to ship material on a boat. Or right now, right now, ferries can't reach the island. Yep. Are they flying stuff in? You know, it's just... It is not an easy task. And nope. so housing, that's why there's, you know, two, three, four people mm -hmm. bunked in a room because, and not everywhere has housing. If you're a smaller business, you probably can't even afford to have the housing costs on top of running your business. So it's mostly like the bigger hotels, the bigger restaurants, you know, businesses that have housing and maybe better housing options. And sometimes the little guys borrow space from the bigger ones in order to fit a couple of their employees here and a couple there and um but that's where i met a lot of my friends and stuff too they were um roommates of mine that are now you know 10 15 years later we're still like best buds and there's a bond um, that's probably formed there that is so different because you are and when you're young you could do that and you just don't care and you're working a lot but it's so fun and unique and what you're doing that I'm sure that that experience obviously stayed with you and you kept wanting to go back with that. But there's, I, I completely understand with that. They, I know that they are building some new townhouses, but one of the things that there is a requirement, they're going to, you know, they want to help those that are already residents on the Island. Like uh, someone like me, I couldn't, 
come right in there and be like, well, I want to get a townhouse on the island and I've not been there. I have no job on there. And it's like, they're going to look at that. And there's a lot, because trust me, I have looked, people have asked me, have you looked to move there? I have looked and it's not easy. It is, there's a lot that is involved. There's a lot of different pros and cons with it. And I at one time lived on St. Thomas Virgin Island. So I know what island living is like. And island living, whether you're in the Virgin Islands or Mackinac, very similar, very, very similar. It is difficult to find places to live. It is. It's just a hard place. So I completely understand with a toddler, that would not make it easy either. But you still go and, you know, enjoy it as much as you can. Right? Yeah. So um, more about traveling with my son. I continued to travel during that time, even when I was more, I guess you could say, um, stable with where I was living year round. Um, by the time my son was three, I think we had been to 14 countries. He's been to wow. 13 or 14. Then, you know, COVID came. We've traveled to Jamaica still. We go there two or three times. It just depends. Two or three times a year. We have a house there. Like, we have a house here. We have a house uh -huh. there. So, um, I can go back and forth much easier than going to, uh, you know, some other country and stuff. Um, which, it's not that easy anymore. Like, no. COVID testing and then throw a child into the equation and stuff. It's just, um, I'm glad I got everything in when I did. I think back to that, like... I'm glad whatever, whatever ticked that day and said, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to sell everything and go. I'm glad I did it then because had I waited five more years, I still could do it now, but not not as easily as I did then. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. And I am glad that you've been able to. Is uh, Does Jamaica require passports? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. pretty strict right now, too, because just like Mackinac, Jamaica's a small island mm -hmm. nation. And I mean, Jamaica's the size of like half of the lower peninsula of Michigan. Like, it's, oh, okay. It's a little place to drive from end to end, maybe four hours. Wow. And so imagine if they didn't have really strict policies right now, like mm -hmm. things could could just blow up bad and so they they were strict they were actually stricter than the u.s at one point with us traveling back and forth yeah um, i get that that makes a lot of sense so you having worked on the island where all have you worked <laughs> it always sounds bad sure. because Mackinac is different than other places. It's work hard, play hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you, I might have been out till two or three in the morning, but I was at work at 9 a.m. And then I would work, you know, maybe um, a part time job. So from nine to noon at a gift shop and then take an hour off. And from one to eight, I would work at another store. And that was just what I did. And um, it was fun. And so um, that very first summer, actually um it was <laughs> a gift shop called spanky's that only lasted one season i remember that one yes they fired me so that was like my very first job up there right i worked there one whole month and they fired me three days before my birthday um and actually the next week their daughter graduated and moved into my room and all of that so whatever that's past me they're see they didn't i didn't have to bump into them very often after that because their their store only lasted one season but uh -huh. that is where i met some of my best friends still and so um when that spankies thing happened i called my mom you know i'm 18 i'm freaking out uh she's like okay i'll come up there today but this is what you need to do start walking door to door see if you can 
find another job because mm-hmm. you know do you want to come home and I'm like no I'm not coming home like it's only been one month everybody's just starting to show up things are just getting fun you know so I started door to door and like Dowd's is the first one on the corner right they were hiring so I went in and um, just said hi I'm looking for a job they pulled me upstairs interviewed me then and I think they pretty much hired me on the spot or it might have been like a couple hours later but I continued down the street and I applied at a couple more it's not that difficult to find a job especially when seasons like in session so and you're already up there right Correct. you can't just show up with a bunch of stuff and hope you're gonna find something <laughs> in a couple hours like it's not gonna happen so um Dow hired me right and so my mom shows up it's been a, it gave her two hours to arrive and whatever she drives up there we move all my things there and I I worked at Dowd's for three summers I loved oh, wow. Dowd's yeah that was um that's where I met the locals because my co-workers Dowd stays open year-round it's the only grocery store on Mackinac Island mm-hmm. oldest IGA um in the U.S. I'm pretty sure or the first grocery store something like that it's got a claim to fame more than just the only grocery store on the island but um I worked there for three summers I worked at Silvermine for three summers I would work like you know two jobs at a time and stuff at one point I worked an overnight shift tracking yachts during the oh, yacht races yeah. that was awesome they would have one day bartending events a lot too where they would just word of mouth hire you to you know cash um pay you to bartend a, a yacht race tent or something like that for the day those were so fun like you, oh, you know but that weekend is amazing yeah <laughs> And then let's see, Bicycle Street Inn, Grand Hotel. And then actually that last summer when I had my child up there, I worked for Mackinac Resorts and they own quite a few properties, but I specifically worked at Sunset Condos, yeah. um, like managing out there. And uh, she was really flexible with my schedule. She would give me day shifts so that I could have my son in daycare. And um, she just was understanding that I had a family and was trying to make it work. Um, and so that was, that's all of them, I think. It's, it's yeah. quite the list, but it's over a nine year period. Well, and I think that's something to be said to you because sometimes you might go in there and might start somewhere and then realize, you know what, I think I'd rather do this or get a part-time job someplace else. And I feel, I don't know if you feel this way too, a lot of them have two jobs um, sometimes when they're working on the island. You know, do you feel that that's pretty common? That's what you do. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else is working like during the day, you know, nights yeah. is when you want to be off. So like, for example, at Bicycle Street and the owners also own the bike shops across the way and down by Starline Dock. So easy peasy, you can get hired there. You know, they're, they're already looking for people. So it, you, the girls would maybe work front desk or housekeeping, you know, eight to four. And then they go over the bike shop, work five to close. They're all best friends. They're all roommates. It's not like wh- whether you're hanging out selling bikes or you're hanging out riding bikes you're having fun like yeah. it just and you're not exhausted it's you you have this amazing view at all times like it just this fancy hotel there's a, a freighter going by like there's just unbelievable stuff around me every day and this is just my life mm-hmm. you can't believe that that island exists in today's age I think that's the other thing too I live in northern Indiana and I'm around a lot of Amish so um, it, it does crack some people up that aren't familiar and not used to seeing it and when we go to some of our stores that there's 
areas for the park the buggies along and you're just like yeah that's where the Amish park at and so to see that that a whole place that doesn't have vehicles and it's existing in this time frame is so it, it's so magnetic that you are so drawn to it I love that so much about it and I agree with you I think the view would be just so captivating and yeah stand there and be like I can't believe I'm living this you know that's so great and so, so your manager's like Cassandra uh, yeah. what are you doing out here I'm like oh uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> like sorry it's Grand Hotel and I'm standing on the porch and I'm I'm employed here like oh uh, what did you need yeah, I'm working here and I'm so happy. <laughs> that would be me. I would just be that annoying person, though, that would talk everyone's ear off. Just be like, blah, blah, blah. people like to talk to you. People are very intrusive, actually. But, um, they love to know your story. So a lot of times I was um, pulled into kind of like a quiz out on the porch and things like, where are you from? What's this? What's that? Like, yes. They just trying to understand how you even ended up here employed at Grand Hotel on the front porch in the first place like and they didn't even know this place existed until you know a week ago or whatever like they're just like mind blown and I get it okay so you offer something for people that I absolutely love and it is a call to help them with a trip to Mackinac so can you tell the listener what is all involved with this this is a newer thing that I started and it was kind of triggered by the friend saying I dropped the ball. <laughs> so I'm like, and people messaging me and sometimes they're sending a message and I, I'm in the middle of who knows what and I forget to respond. And the next thing you know, they're, they're, there's their trip. I saw photos. And so I'm like, people can book a call if they want and maybe have a couple quick questions. Um, but I've also elaborated on it and um, planning on doing kind of like a launch here soon. But we're um, I, cause I helped someone do this last summer and I thought, you know, maybe I could help some more people with this. We got on a call and we talked for like 30 minutes and, um, discussed, you know, what she was interested in, what she'd like to do. And I rattle off all these places, you know, like it's another language when I'm like, go here, go there. Da, da, da. So I made this map and I pinned out the places we talked about that she specifically liked and everything. And then sent her that link. So she has a map of all the places that sounded most, you know, because you can look at a list uh, well not you but an average person can look at a list of 50 hotels they don't know where to begin I can look at the list and tell you where every single one is and where if you want to be downtown only pick those 10 and and don't pick that one if you know whatever reason you know um, so I just can do it and then rattle it off so I, I created actually where you can book a 30 minute session with me and then get that map in return and you know and then there's a fuller one too if someone really wants maybe some one-on-one -on -one assistance throughout their trip where um, I can help them booking everything and then day of you know if they're in Mackinac in a pickle in a jam have questions like I can respond and help them with that and see how that goes um, well I, it's just an idea you know and I'm like if people are looking for help with things and um, maybe that's one more way to help them because there really isn't say you you know you're driving to Mackinac and you, you're you got some questions you could probably call like the tourism bureau and they could answer some th simple things but they're not going to do any detailed like <laughs> suggestions and route planning and you know trip planning and things so um that's kind of where I thought I might I might yeah. fit the equation so that's it's like you and I are on the same brain wave with this. That is exactly my thought because so many people will ask the same thing. 
I absolutely love that you are doing this because this is so crucial for it. The Mackinac Island org page does a fantastic job putting the information out there, but unless you are there or unless you know it, it can be overwhelming. So asking the questions of that person is crucial because they might not want to be downtown. They might want to be down at mission point. So this is a fantastic idea. I absolutely love that you're doing this. I think it is going to be so great and people are going to utilize it so much more than what they think because sometimes I'm sure you get these questions too. I have a family. Where can we go? What can we do? I would like this. I would like that. So then I'll sometimes respond, do you want to stay somewhere that has a full kitchen? Do you want to be downtown? You and I know that there's so many different places. For example, you said you were up at Sunset Condos. People can get on the website and see Sunset Condos. They see the price and they're like, I'm going there. You and I know that Sunset Condos is two miles inland and it's completely uphill to go up there. So if you have a family, if that's, that's a whole other experience. So I think that this is going to be a great opportunity for people to reach out to you to help plan it. Yeah. I love it. I love this so much and I can't wait to, and I'm so glad we're talking about it so I can share with people. So if they're planning their trip this coming summer, they can reach out to you for that reason. And I, I mean, I know what people, what stumps people because that was my phone calls at front desk. You know, I lost my bags. I didn't know Sunset Condos was two miles uphill. We can't do that, you know, or whatever. And so I'm, that's my job. And I I was, you know, concierge, I was assistant manager at Grand Hotel, but we covered at concierge. So concierge means to just hold the key, the key to whatever it is. It means assistance in any way, shape or form. And so I, I just, I've answered all those questions that come up, you know? And so I just kind of, um, and, and there are some really out there things like you might not know about specific shuttles that only run twice a day or, you know, things like that, or, um, and that would be maybe like a horse shuttle on Mackinac. But then at the same time, there's other, I remember I had a guest who didn't know she had to take a ferry all the way across. They missed the boat. They didn't know there was a ferry to the Island. Yeah. So, you know, like it's just sometimes you really help people in some mix. Well, I can oh. probably help people still from my own home if, if needed, you know, I completely agree. 100%. And that is going to be a great thing for people to reach out for you and to make their trip even better. You have hit the nail on the head with this one. 100%. And you have such an inside scoop, having worked that desk, having worked there, been there, know it, and still so familiar with it, you know, because I can share from my point of view as a tourist, but you having been there is sharing to somebody who has worked there and coming in a different way. And that's so, that's so awesome. I love it so much. We only technically in my head, I only went once as a tourist and that was when I was 13. My yeah. sister got bit by a seagull on that trip. It was so <laughs> chaotic, so chaotic. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I always look back at actually, I have a photo. I had a photo of it right here. Did they? My, my son might. Oh, here it is. I shot the cannon off. Oh my gosh. You're going to have to share that with me so I can share it with the listeners. I know. I found him the other day. I was like, no oh my way. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah. That, that Tell was the listeners. Ma- that, 
you, your name got drawn to do that then, right? Yeah, I they they um I think when we visited then they asked if anyone wanted to shoot the cannon. I'm not sure exactly how I got selected, but I was the one to shoot the cannon and um that's special. That's really special to do at the fort. Oh, it's very special and cuz it's um it's done just once a day, isn't it? Is it still just once a day or do they they do it more than once but one person a day? There, it's like yeah, and they actually I think stopped letting someone do it for a while and stuff. It's it's changed since um I went. Okay. And I don't I don't go to the fort very often. Uh -huh. Um working on the island you get a lot of perks like free uh things yep. so um some parks and um tours and things if you show your paycheck stub you can get in so the fort was one of those carriage tours that carriage i've i could probably do the tour i've been on it so many times like um in in that's what you do on your day off and yeah. you know things like that especially in the beginning when you're young and it's fresh and everything and so i haven't we did go to the fort um i think last summer mm -hmm. and that's the only time i've been there in like a while yeah i haven't done it for a few years either i definitely want to do it again this year because i feel like each time you go you learn something new about it you know the same with actually the ghost tour and i did i talked about that one time that's actually how i started learning some different history about some of the island i'm like oh i never knew that and each one was different so that i think is really you know unique that you get to do that do you have so a favorite time of year that you like to visit the island Yes, I love the fall. Um, I think it's because it just feels a little more special knowing that it's coming to an end. So like every orange leaf, you know, like it just like the spring is like, oh, I love it. The flowers are out, but I can still come back a few more times. But in the fall, like it'll be, you know, I think we went and it was four days before, before closing this past year. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> no, we were till next year. We lucked out. We had the best weather when we went up there. We were there the last weekend, Halloween weekend. And I mean, we couldn't have asked for better weather. It was, and you know, you watch it the week before, but it's now our girls trip. And I just kept saying to him, overpack I, you don't know what you're going to get because it could totally change with the forecast but we lucked out it was and it was so beautiful it's that's my fall is my favorite season anyway but that's that's kind of become my favorite time to go then there too i really love it i know i'm going in may though this time also so i'm excited to go back again then too you know and and see it as it is opening and then to see it as it is closing down i think that's going to be fun to see the changes with all of that um so on your blog and this it's called cassandra uh wanders the world you have a section for the listeners that is titled mackinac 2022 and each post is something different and so i'm going to read each one and if you could tell the listener a little bit about each thing that would be awesome all right so uh best kept secrets that one is kind of the off the beaten path, like the wander down this road and you'll go through, you know, a bunch of horse stables or mansions or, you know, just not Main Street stuff, basically, is what that one's intended to be. I like that so much because the one thing I try to tell people is explore the middle part of the island as much as they can. And I think that this is going to be a great little link for them to go into to have that option because I can tell them that 
I'm still not so familiar with the inner part of the island and I know some things, but this, I love that you have that available for them to look at. Okay, this is a great one, you guys. This is affordable accommodations on Mackinac. So many people ask this. They, again, always think the Grand Hotel is the only place to stay on the island and I'm not disrespecting the Grand Hotel, but there's so many other places. So can you tell us a little bit about this? I'll be honest. I have paid $100 a night the last two or three times I've stayed on Mackinac Island. It's affordable. Mm -hmm. I think I stayed at Inn on Mackinac for $99. Mm -hmm. I stayed at Murray Hotel. It was around $100. And I'm not getting any discounts. This mm -hmm. is just, you know, a random, usually a weekday or something. But it it isn't going to, like, rob you. It, it doesn't have to. Um, and so those affordable accommodations, um, I try to keep it up to date, you know, but... Um, Things are always changing, you know, it's always moving, but um, just kind of laying out a few options to choose from that are within the one to two hundred dollar range, mostly, mm -hmm. um, and a little bit more about them. Um, and then they're sorted by area as well. So if you got like downtown, then you got, you know, not downtown, then you got the south end by Mission Point and things. So, yes, um, just to help people a little bit um, to see the options there are. Yeah. I stayed at the Murray last July. That was the first time I'd stayed there. And I was going to be there a lot more days. And... I think before that I was going to stay at the Pontiac again, but my goal is to stay at every place on the island once. And I, I loved it. I loved the old charm of it. I loved the location. I, I really, really liked the Murray. It did. And the price, and they have that great sun deck area with the hot tub. It's, it's a great place to stay. You know, I know some people are like, Oh, it needs to have this or that. I, I really, really enjoyed staying there. I thought it was a great place. And for that price, and it was after the 4th of July, I couldn't beat it. I couldn't beat it. The location's like perfect. You're right downtown. I mean, if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. It's a little noisy and busy, but that's Mackinac Island. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have a rooftop pool. I mean, it's it's a, a heated kind of uh, like smaller size, but with a little waterfall and stuff. And I don't think people know. In on Mackinac has the same thing, a rooftop, just the same. Um, and that one's just down the street a little further, but super cute bed and breakfast. I had a view of the water, like, yes, hundred yeah. dollars like that. You can, you can stay and have no view for a hundred dollars like I agree. somewhere else. So yes. might as well be Mackinac Island. Oh, can't beat that. All right. So then you have another one called budget trip. So that one is um, more like say you you decide affordable options. None of these are going to work for my price range. Got too many kids. We're going to need two, three rooms. Well, there's Mackinac City and there's St. Ignace and there's, you know, even further out. Also, there's camping, not on Mackinac Island. It is not allowed, but there's camping in both St. Ignace and Mackinac City. So it's more like I want to go to Mackinac Island. Here's some budgety ways to make that happen. And you don't have to stay on on the islands and you don't have to you know what whatever cost it might be that gets in the way but that it lays out just different tips for you to maybe work around some of the struggles of making the, the trip be as yes. smooth as you'd like and stuff so so giving budget tips is huge i was from a large family we always and it's still instilled in my brain how to do that so i think that that is a great option for you to put that out there for everyone all right and then five reasons to love hate mackinac island 
This was part of my, um, I've done this for probably maybe 10 different places I've visited. I just, how are you going to write a, a blog that says, hey, it, it's not exactly always perfect. And so that was my way to be like, well, here's one positive for each negative kind of thing. And so, yes, a rainy day on Mackinac is rough. If you don't have fenders on your bike, you will have a stripe up your back regardless. Mm -hmm. And those things need to be known as well. They need to be out there. They need to know that it's going to be crowded, mm -hmm. especially if they're coming July 4th. You know, mm -hmm. it is going to be if you can't do crowds, skip it. Go in May, yeah. go in September when the kids are all in school, you know, like. So somebody had to say it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it had to be me. And they, I get some backlash whenever I try to, you know, share it with people. But I think it's, um, I think it's important though, that you are sharing those little things because, uh, there, there are some things and we had, I was there last July and it, that Tuesday, July 6th was the most insane. I'd ever seen it. And actually it was record breaking day. It was beautiful day. Gorgeous. You couldn't beat the weather. Then that Wednesday, it was rainy. And that's when we decided to do the carriage tour. That's when we did some other things. So we actually embraced the rain and we're actually kind of grateful because it wasn't so insanely crowded. And like it actually rained the whole day, which sometimes I feel like on the island, it tends to clear up sometimes, but it can rain the whole day. But there were breaks throughout the day. And I did have that happen with my bike, which was funny because I didn't even realize that when I was riding and I didn't even think it was that bad, but I had a sweatshirt tied around my waist. So that, oh my God, it was filthy. It's filthy. It's All not mud. No, it's not mud. And I, I tell like, I'm like, Hey, it's, there's going to be some times when you're just going to be like, Whoa, you know, yeah. it's gonna, that's why I tell people it's okay if you overpack or go in and buy some other stuff at the stores. Cause you never know what you're going to come into with that. So I think that's a great um, thing for people to know about that ahead of time. Cause they might not think about that in the back of their mind. And then you have 22 ways to save. That's more budget tips, but that's specifically like, okay, look for a Groupon deal. Um, follow all the ferries because they run BOGOs. Buy one, get one free um, ferry tickets sometimes. So if you've got a big family, I come from a big family on a budget. Um, so I know all the hacks. Like I, that, that's, that's how we got to go anywhere, you know. Um, some other ones are maybe like restaurants that you just, you've got that big family and you want to just feed the kids real quick for lunch. Something like Mighty Mac is going to be a better option, you know, where you can walk in, get fast food, and get out and everything isn't over $10 per item to eat. Um, or go to Doubts. Doubts has salad bar. They have a deli. Grab, you know, a pizza and then you can feed people at lower price and just go sit in the park and eat that. And it's an amazing view no matter what. You're still watching horse carriages, whether you're sitting in a crowded restaurant and looking out the window or if you're sitting in the park eating pizza. Just be careful because you can get bit by seagulls. I've seen it happen. <laughs> and my sister to just like watch the seagulls if they're hovering over you they will take your pizza they'll take a whole piece and carry it off I've oh seen wow it. yeah so That's it's more like um just ways to kind of hack the system a bit you know mm -hmm. and 
No, I think that's that's a good point to have for everyone. You can order groceries ahead of time, have them delivered to your hotel room. Things like that. People just don't know. When when I worked at Sunset Condos, there was a young boy probably in his teens that would charge to go get your stuff and deliver it to your house. Yeah. It was just his little side hustle for the summer, but you know, he must like have been in the best shape of his life. <laughs> it was like just life, you know, he's on the island, might as well deliver some pizzas for people and stuff because there's Absolutely. no delivery option. He created a DoorDash before Doors. He's the DoorDash of Mackinac Island. We would call him. It was like his it was like his phone number was his name or something really like simple like that. Yeah. Well, that's the same with like some of the dock porters down there that if they don't have anything to take to a hotel that I know that they'll do it. They'll be like, if you want, you know, I'll take your luggage. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I will pay you to take this. And I apologize now because you're going to get a backache from all the stuff that I've had. Um, now, have you, do you go to Mackinac in the winter? So, um, I've been there. I went to a wedding there in December and then I went for the Christmas tree lighting and Christmas bazaar as well. Oh, I think it's twice now um, that I've been like in the dead, dead of winter. Okay. Is it so different there? I mean, yes, I love it. So one of my coworkers actually stayed year round. And so um, she moved off the island now, but she was always like, come whenever you want. But that's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. And I had my, my child with me too, but we did go and visit her and, um, it's so different. So, so different. Just like everything's closed and everyone you see, you know, and like, it's just, um, the, to see snowmobiles, like I get yeah. all giddy. I'm like, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Um, Santa arrived, uh, on a fire truck, oh, I love um, it. which was fun. And so my son got to see Santa and, um, because of working at Dowd's for so long, okay. Back in the day, Dowd's did house accounts. So if you lived on the Island, you're, you, and you were an Islander kid, you could charge to your parents house account, like a credit. Mm -hmm. And then they would just bill your parents later. So I knew all the Islander kids like I knew them by name because they had to give me the names and stuff and I know people like that live there year round and stuff like those are like most of the people I know you know and um so when you go up there in the winter it's just all of them like hey hey and everyone's like what are you doing here I'm like you know can't stay away for too long and back yes and I mean in a way they're like a family to you they become a family to you because of how you got to go on the island and got to live there and and you love it so much you know and they're at a different point of their life because it's off season for them. They are still doing things around the island, but they kind of get to decompress at that time a little bit. Not that they don't love the seasons, but sometimes it's really nice to just have a couple of, you know, months of just nothing to do, you know, relax. The summer is so busy. You don't see your friend, like you don't get time with your kids. You don't, you know, you don't get to slow down. Like winter in Mackinac Island, like everyone goes to the basketball games at the school. Like it's just community. It's close, tight knit people, you know, and they watched, I started at Dowd's. So these Islanders that were my elders have watched me grow up. I'm now a mom. I have a, an almost five-year-old that I brought up there who went to daycare up 
they're like it's so they're they're like they know me personally yeah. like not i don't just have a circle in my hometown but i have a circle in mackinac like um, a chunk of my network my life is there like mm -hmm. like even though it was a temporary summer thing those are the people like that make up my 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 network of everyone so they're your circle yeah yeah i get that 100 percent so if you could have an ideal day on the island what would it be well it would be um not raining uh -huh. that's for uh -huh. sure um because rain's just hard on the island um let's see i love to ride around the island so i do a loop around the island um another place i always love to go um, is Fort Mackinac, the very, very top of the island. Um, it's just, there's usually not a lot of people up there. People don't know about it. It's an unmanned fort. So it's, um, you know, you can come and go and climb on it, whatever. Like, um, and the view there is like 360 almost. Um, you can see all the way to Canada. And at night is like amazing. The stars and uh, the, the Northern Lights show up like oh quite a few times throughout the summer they'll show up so if you're real lucky one night you might get to see northern lights um i never so, thought to go up there at night that's a good idea it's dark it's very dark but <laughs> oh, there, yeah. there there is a toilet up there too so if anyone ever you know wants to make the trek there's there's the restrooms um and i would love lunch at the fort tea room uh is the best view of all the restaurants i just love sitting out there and like looking over the city city but um the only way to be able to eat there is to pay the entrance to the fort uh -huh. so it's not somewhere you can just go to lunch when you feel like you if there's you know the whole shebangs involved um so because that one is kind of a more exclusive it feels a little more special so um I get that. And, and then we'd end it with dinner at Woods because Woods is amazing. It's yes. my favorite. So I confession, I have never been to the Woods. I've been, I've seen it. I've never eaten there. So that is, I will, that will be happening this year. One of my girlfriends last year, uh, sadly her father passed away and uh, that her mom and dad always took a trip up there. So she reached out to me. They wanted to make that week really special for her mom. This is the first trip without him. And so I said, go to the woods and i and i told her about the maitre d and i said he's really good like you go up there he'll tell you you know when to call the taxi she said that that was her favorite part of the trip taking the taxi up there because they just sat and relaxed in the taxi took it up there they got to see this i feel like this restaurant is something that you would see in like holland or germany it's like something out of another world and it they loved it and they just and she said that was her favorite part of the entire trip is doing that mm -hmm. uh, it, it feels like you know a bit like cinderella to get yeah. in a horse horse drum carriage and whisk me away past all these castle looking mansion houses and clip clap you know like it's just like a fairy and then you all of a sudden you arrive through the woods you're going in the trees it's dark and you're kind of like well we're lost you know and then out of nowhere two huge two-door style like bavarian looking mansions appear and one's like all colorful with stained glass it's just it's it's i love it i just love it and then when you go inside it's like a swiss hunting lodge with all these 
uh, wild like, animals hung on the walls, like like things you only see in Africa and stuff. It's in yes. and the fire's always going, so it's this like your all your senses. Like you walk in, you smell it. There's popcorn popping. You hear it. Like there's a bowling alley. There's a full bar. My husband was the bartender there for 12 years. So like, oh, you have a very special place. I've been there a lot. So it was like, you know, one of my spots for a long time. Um, So just, but I love it. Even, even now, anytime we go to the island, we go all the way up to the woods. It's next to Stone Cliff and Mm -hmm. um, the back nine of the Jewel of Grand Hotel uh, golf course. And the, and the airport's right out there too. So you can hear airplanes as well. Yeah. Um, Sunset Rock is, Sunset Rock is right out there. So, you know, watch Sunset at the Rock, come over and yes. bowl, duck pin bowling. It's it's a really unique place. And the fact that they made this place where they did on the island, and then you see all of that. And it, it, I always think about that stuff when I look at some places. Like when I was in Klohan and they had this mirror in there. And the, at the bottom of it, the base, it was all marble. And you think, they had to get this up this hill on, on a horse strong carriage and bring it into this house like this is just where my thoughts on so many of these things go and I, I think that's what I love even more about it is that it is how it's done like that but I love that you guys do that as you know just an added treasure to your whole story too with that you know the, the maitre d up there his name's Neil he's uh-huh. a personal like friend like he's uh-huh. from the same town we live in in Jamaica and everything so it's like buds but it's not just us that feels like family like he greets you he remembers your name he like it's 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 a whole vibe out there and the servers are top-notch like the they only select the very best service for woods like and, and these people are picked and have been there for 20 years and know like it's just it's it's really awesome place it sounds like it could just be a movie like don't you think it could be a movie just about that place you know with the people working there it's like a Downton Abbey for Mackinac Island they could have it called the woods and everyone that works there and their story I think we should pitch it to the island I think we should write a screenplay and do that that's our new <laughs> that's our new job since you know it and I, I, I we could get that going <laughs> yeah. and then there's like this weird side thing where this one girl falls in love with the bartender aha uh-huh. no Ooh. you never know that's that would be such a good movie like my brain is Right now. I'm going to start emailing you and be like, okay, I have another idea. You're like, okay, this was a joke, but it would be so fun. Oh my God. I love it. Now I've got all these thoughts roaming in my head and I need to stop. Okay. So the other thing, blog is not strictly about Mackinac though, is it? You have other places that you like to share tips on and tricks too. What, where else do you share? Jamaica, other places? Yeah, because I do know Jamaica quite well. I write a lot of tips about Jamaica. Um, and then a few places down there have also hosted me to have me come and do like tours and visit their place. And then, so I'll write a blog blog sharing that experience. Um, so, because a lot of, I have friends who, you know, decide to honeymoon there and then they'll go and do exactly what I did because they know it's fun and they trust me and stuff. And so, um, 
like so i do a jamaica lot but i also um i just travel i love to travel and go places so whatever it is whether it's real close and local because i'm in mid michigan um there's no one really telling people like to do stuff right in this area so like within an hour of where i live i like to share and tell people about all the different things um but prior to you know that i was traveling the world and so i wrote blogs along the way of you know I, I went to cuba and iceland and i think there's some from france and switzerland just anywhere i went along the way i might write a blog if i felt yeah. compelled like no one's paying me to do any of this so it's just me and my heart um somehow it feeds my soul uh i love when people just live more fulfilled lives like mm -hmm. and traveling was a a turning point in my life you know like it just changed everything and like i would love more people to experience that the same way like mecca island and so i just it's not scary i mean it is but it, every, every day i guess is scary you know like yeah. you could be scared to get in a car as much as you are to get in a plane like you know but people just aren't so it's like just the same there's budget options there's ways to make it happen and i'll tell you about them or i'll tell you any like you know weird nuance that i come across like hey here's a tip for later you know if you ever want to visit kind of thing so it's the same idea the same passion behind the magma island just yes anywhere i can offer tips and advice on i guess island justice because you love it so much and that i can't thank you enough for um is there anything else that you can think that you would like to add for the listener to know about mackinac i'm not sure about actually you know mackinac itself um here's like you've heard it here first but uh my husband signed a contract to work on the island this summer so um it's not oh that far. i'm trying to sort out if i can do it too and if housing is an option and i don't know um we also got to make sure like he gets the job and everything before i jump the gun but uh so oh. i may i might be able to actually offer more services to people and help people more and you know on a more personal level oh kind of. my gosh this is so exciting oh my goodness i was like yikes because um it was kind of a, a, a new idea i guess he just was like maybe i should try mackinac again i'm like really we haven't been up there in five years so i was like go for it so um wow you back up there this summer i hope that you are oh my gosh because well if anyone's listening <laughs> housing for three of us we need housing my husband is a great employee um yes he, people know him like he's Waldy. he was a bartender at woods for 12 years they only had two bartenders work there like they they don't rotate it's just you get the same one year after year so um they're very familiar with him so i hope that it all can work out for us in our favor oh my gosh i will be sending good vibes your way for that so much because that would be an incredible opportunity and then for you to add your skills of sharing with people because i feel that you could be like a private tour guide and give them exactly what a private island concierge if you will you know and give them what they need oh my gosh i my fingers are crossed for you guys <laughs> i'm oh. like i don't know what there's a lot of um balls that are just not in my court you know but we 
I'm bring I'm it's bringing it to me right send what it is all mine out to the universe yep. yep what is yep. what is mine is there for me so exactly exactly oh Cassandra, thank you so much for coming in and talking with us on the podcast today I can't tell you how much it means to me I'm gonna uh, write a blog post about your blog and about everything today and have the link up for everyone and that way they can get on there and utilize all the fantastic information you have out there for everyone because it is a true gem and it is saying everything that I have wanted to say but you have it in writing and it's so much more helpful and then people can reach out to you which is going to be in their favor I think for their future trips yeah for sure so this will take it takes the headache out of it like having someone just tell you what to do is way easier than sitting there for hours and to have me do it in five minutes rather than you doing it in five hours you know just cut out the middleman I'll do it you know absolutely absolutely yes well I wish you guys luck and I cannot wait to hear more about that and again thank you for coming on the podcast all right thank you for asking me and inviting me on I appreciate it and um love the work you're doing because oh, thank you. ambassadors for Mackinac Island I know <laughs> from our hearts from our <laughs> hearts 100 percent there we have it guys Cassandra and I hope that you guys will definitely take advantage of everything that she has to offer on her blog not only a call into her if you are planning a trip to island and aren't quite sure about what to do as I mentioned earlier I will have all the links down in the show notes and you can always go to my blog www.tollymackinaw.com or go to my Instagram page Tolly Mackinaw Island or go to her page or her blog all right guys as always thanks for tuning in and i look forward to talking to more about mackinac next week have a good one totally mackinac island is written produced and edited by me heather 